0: How are we doing there, Dodger fans? A new season is upon us, and the Dodgers have started off with a nice winning road trip. And now they'll be coming home to the friendly confines of Chavez Ravine. We'll talk about the first week of the season and then look ahead to the upcoming homestand here on AfterBuzz TV's Dodgers Wrap 360. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz Begin. Oh yeah. The <laughs> beloved Dodgers have been playing in California, just not in LA just yet. But not that'll yet. change on Tuesday, after a well-deserved day off. But uh, you know, you can't, you can't turn up your nose at a. You know, winning road trip, but it did kind of end on a sour note, you know, dropping uh, three or four to the hated Giants.
1: Especially when all those games are winnable.
0: <laughs> right, right. That's the sad part. Yeah, yeah. Hey, g- uh, gang, uh, Dodger Nation, thanks for joining us uh, alongside Joshua Gershon. I am Mike Conley. Uh, a special guest joining us tonight, Molly Gershon. What's up, Molly? <laughs> that is Josh's sister. And also a lifetime Dodger fan. So she's giving us support in here. Uh, so you gotta, like, I mean, it, what an exciting week of baseball. I mean, so many storylines that we can get into. I mean, I have to say that A number one of the week is Ross Stripling's gem. I mean, we didn't even know who the fifth starter was last week. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that's probably on us. But, you know, he, he, he. Announced his appearance with authority, or however they say it. He did.
1: And I mean, he looked great. Uh, I mean, I know we're going to have to talk about the decision to uh, yank him from that game. Um, but I mean, for a kid who six weeks ago was told he might have to play because that was when Bolsinger went down, I mean, you figure you had to have Brandon McCarthy, Brett Anderson. Hunjin Ryu, and Mike Bolsinger all hurt for this for him to play.
0: Yeah. I, I heard, um, I think during one of the telecasts, they had obviously Kershaw yeah. penned in there, and maybe even Kazmaier, too. And then they had a list of 15 pitches that could... Oh, maybe they had Ma- Maeda, too. And then for the last two spots, they had like a list of about 15 pitches, and Ross Stripling wasn't on that. No, he wasn't until, like I said, until... You
1: know, about six weeks ago, because Zach Lee didn't look too good. Right. Um, they don't want to use Urias or DeLeon yet, so that scratches them off. Right. Uh, you know, so they were almost throwing darts, I think, when they decided to let him start, especially, you know, he Tommy John surgery a couple years ago. Right. So, you know, it was...
0: And that was that ma- goes into a pretty much <laughs> main reason why Roberts had on the side of caution and pulled him.
1: Yeah, and, and and... You know, I know a lot of people were upset, but I, I had to agree with that decision. You know, here's a kid who, his Major League debut, coming off Tommy John surgery, hasn't pitched really all that much in the last two years. Right. You know, they gave him the 100-pitch 100, 100 count. He didn't look great in that walk to Bagan. He was really wild. His ball was kind of all over the place. Right. It was, I mean...
0: If it was it, maybe a 7 nothing game...
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah, I could, I could see that. Yeah, it was a little I mean, leeway. But... Yeah, you had to. I mean, the bullpen just blew it, which unfortunately is become typical,
0: Ugh. as it happened today again. And... <laughs> it's so bad. I mean, and really, that was kind of a thing that you, the number one thing, really, you wanted to address in the off season. It is, and you know, at first the Chapman deal
1: would have been would have been terrific. You know, with the moral issues there, the Dodgers didn't want someone like that on their team. You know, I respect that. I I understand. You know, it's... Right, but
0: don't throw your hands up and be like, okay, (laughs) we're going to go run out with the same guys. Or we'll add Joe Blanton and hope everything shakes out.
1: Yeah, what is Joe Blanton, 40 now? How old is Joe Blanton? I I
0: actually think Blanton is going to emerge as a good piece of the bullpen. I I hope so. And I'm (laughs) I'm totally basing that on, on... one thing. He spent <laughs> half of last season with Ray Searidge over at Pittsburgh. And that yeah. guy has proven to be like a pitch a Whisperer. Oh, yeah. You know, which, uh, uh, turns um, around. Uh,
1: what's his name? Their closer last year. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his uh, name.
0: Melanson? Uh, or uh, Jason Grilli? Or... Grilli.
1: When Grilli, uh, sorry, two years ago. Yeah. Grilli had what, 40 saves and it won something ERA? Crazy. Then he goes to the Angels and he's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> and like
0: A.J. Burnett, he turned yeah. him around. <laughs> J Happ, and then he ended up getting a contract <laughs> with Toronto. And then like, and now this year, like Juan Nicasio. Yeah former Dodger.
1: And you still got Garrett Cole over there. Yeah, oh, he yeah. seems he's to be stud. like a bit of a pitching whisperer. He does. So he's <laughs>
0: turned around those guys. I mean, I th- Garrett uh, Cole was lucky enough to have him as his <laughs> pitcher goes right off the bat once he gets started. But I hear you, man. This bullpen is, you know, I'm just so... Like, why not go out there? I mean, you have one lefty. Why not go target an experienced lefty guy like Tony Sipp from, like, the Astros was out there as a free agent. You know, they could have won him. Uh, Clippard, I think he's a lefty, right? He was available up until, like, two months before the season started. Uh, You know, it's just... They didn't really make an effort. No, and I don't... I really don't understand why. That, I just... I mean, I've read a lot about it, and...
1: I know they have young arms, but if they're not going to bring them up, what's the point? I remember last year... I mean, because the bullpen was so bad, I was begging. You know what? You might as well bring Urias up. Let him throw 100 miles an hour for a couple hitters, right? Just to see if you can get out of innings. Yeah, because they just they they don't have anyone that's except for Jansen, who you comfortable going out there and holding a lead. Yeah, like you're just not. You're throwing the dice every time, and you got to hope someone gets hot. Yeah. Oh, this guy's pitching good for a stretch. We'll we'll use him.
0: But that's that's really how it is, and, you know, so you just have to keep throwing guys out there that haven't gained your trust yet, in the hopes that they do. Yeah, and there's certain like that kind of is how bullpens work, but when you know you already have a garbage bullpen from last season, and then you don't really address nope. it other than like Joe Blinn and who the Coleman sidewinder guy. Yeah, it's like who's like never he's like a thirty year old that doesn't have much experience yeah. in the majors. <laughs> so I mean that that's 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 sad, you know, especially where it's like the. You know, it's the writing's on the wall. I mean, after the Royals won last year, I mean, you get a sick bullpen. Yeah. You know, especially if you have question marks in the back end of your rotation. The Giants do it. That's and the Giants
1: always and he jumbles the bullpen and he goes with the guy like Remember, you know, two years ago Romo's closing. Now Castilla's closing. Right. You know, he goes with the guy who I trust to close the game. Yeah. And yeah, but that's what I don't get the Royals have set the blueprint. Just get to shorten the game. Exactly. My starter just needs to... I mean, they're, they're starting, what? Edison Volquez, who was a former Dodger. Right. You know, as, as their number one guy? Like, that's that's their ace? Insane. Chris Young, who's, what, 36 now? I know. Uh, you know, been hurt for all those years?
0: Kept <laughs> together with scotch tape. Yeah. yeah. I mean, their de facto ace is probably Ventura, but I think he was hurt to start the season, and he didn't go that, that first game. But, yeah, that is...
1: Yeah. But on the plus side of things... They're not relying on the long ball so far this year to score runs. That is true. Which I think is such a positive. Because last year they led the league in home runs. And when they couldn't hit the long ball, they just could not score. Right. And this year already, they only have three homers. But they've scored, you know, I think they're averaging. Well, I mean, you got to kind of throw out the 15-run game. But, you know, they're getting five, six runs a game off solid pitchers. Yeah. You know, doing it with... uh, basically manufacturing runs, which which is is nice to see. see. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I like it. I mean, they did kind of look a little bit like their old selves – in Saturday's game because yeah. <laughs> what were they like 2 for 21 yeah with runners, runners in scoring yeah, position I, they, they were <laughs> and like I mean I don't know if a division winner can have an Achilles heel but that was one of their Achilles heels last year and to see it kind of it's got me a little bit you know the two Achilles heels yeah. the bullpen and the situational hitting <laughs> makes me yeah, a little nervous
1: the situational hitting makes me so nervous but <sighs> at least it, in the early going it's nice to see them score some runs without relying on the home run and you know My fears about Gonzalez were kind of put to rest. He's swinging nicely, you know. I I, I'm assuming now that just was preseason, him just you know working through his swing. Puig looks really good. He looks slimmed down a little bit too, actually.
0: Puig looks fantastic, (laughs) and apparently they were saying during the telecast uh, last year that he's on some you know, training regimen that started in the off season and has just continued on. So it's important to get those like young hitters in that frame of mind. Especially a guy like these Cuban guys have gotten by on just raw talent. Yeah. For their entire and now they come to the big leagues and they're like, oh Maybe I actually have to work, you know. So it's good that that uh, I don't know if that was a Dave Roberts thing uh, or or what uh, to get him on that yeah, thing, but wh- it's cool.
1: Whoever did though, it's it's. I mean, look at him. He looks he looks more comfortable at the plate. He's taking better swings at the plate. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> going the other way, going, which is yeah, huge, which is huge, especially for him because he loved to try to pull the ball. I mean, he actually in that when he got hot two years ago, he was going with pitches a little bit more. Then all of a sudden, he kept trying to swing for the fence every time, or he tried to pull the ball every time, right. and that's when you struggle. And uh, Jacques looks a lot better. Jacques Peterson looks a lot better. And I was looking at his swing, and what I noticed is, one, he doesn't have the high leg kick, as high a leg kick as he did last year. Mm. And when he plants that foot, he's hitting off the ball of his foot, which is allowing him to repeat his swing. You know,
0: repeatability is huge. Right. You, you have know, to have that like timing mechanism, exact, that yeah. trigger that is consistent every time. It's like like a golfer. You know, golfer with the most consistent swing is
1: going to wind up, you know, always near the top. Yeah, and that's with hitting. You know, with hitting, you need that that repeat swing so that no matter what, yeah, you adjust here to there for pitches, but the swing itself has to be the same. Yeah, you can't. Not everyone can be Vladimir Guerrero and just start picking up pitches (laughs) from all over the place.
0: (coughs) He, He he looked to me the a lot better, like. The first two games, he still looked a little lost at the plate. Jock. Yeah, he did. And then, like, it seemed like he kind of it turned seemed like it he on. got it. Yeah. yeah,
1: the in the game against the Padres, uh, that was the one. The game third game against the Padres, I had the same thought. Yeah, it looked like he was like, okay, got it. It looked like he was willing to trust the swing, like trust it more. Yeah, like okay, this is what I got to do. You know, he hit a home run the other day. Uh, I think he had he had a hit today, run scored today. Yeah, um, still striking out a little too much for my taste, but. I'm hoping that you know he's still young given time i'm hoping that that part cuts down but at the same time if he keeps getting walks and gets you know he goes one for four with a walk one for three with a walk and then strikes out twice that's not so bad
0: yeah exactly <laughs> i mean because it was getting like for the first couple games like uh i was like okay time to put Kike in center for a little bit you know <laughs> i mean that kid just rolls out of bed and hits You I have know. to find a spot for him he does you know i mean it, unfortunately he's such a Average to below average defender. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh man, you know, he's probably but, shipping to an AL team. But his bat, you know? oh, his bat is good.
1: But actually, Trace Thompson so far has played pretty good. I love that Trace yeah. Thompson. <laughs> I
0: mean, the the i mean i wish nobody ill will but the the biggest move for the the dodges this week was able to put kyle Crawford on the dl yeah I know. <laughs> you know i mean that is just because it's like okay you know let's get Trace. Uh, uh you know and now um vance likes a little dinged up yeah right?
1: v- Vance like got dinged up uh yesterday with you know so, that, so I like um, it. Uh,
0: Trace Thompson, yeah. boom, get him in there. And he's like, I think he's like four for 10 coming into today's game. And I think he had, he had two hits two and two, two RBIs, hits.
1: two hits and two RBIs today. That was nice. Yeah, yeah he
0: had that big uh, two out single yeah. or double. Double in the, in the <laughs> when it was that first thing, they get out to that five runs, <laughs> uh, right? And then it's like, then Cueto takes over, he gives up one run the rest of his time. You yeah. know, it's like they couldn't get to him. Sad. <laughs> you know, it's, and it is kind of uh, disturbing to see the way they are losing these games, getting out to the lead, and like, especially, you know, versus the Giants. It was a pretty, I mean, that's like, it was a pretty intense series for an April series. It was like, damn. It was, yeah. yeah. Actually,
1: we had, my sister and I had some friends who went up there for the series. Oh, cool. And uh, they went to the Kershaw-Bumgarner game. Nice. You know, and, and we had... You know, Bumgarner's good, and we had a couple chances off him. I mean, if Kershaw doesn't give up the home runs, they they had nothing going that whole game. Yeah. But uh, for some reason, Bumgarner has Kershaw's number. He does. I don't know why that is. Yeah. He had a bomb
0: off him last year (laughs) too, right?
1: He's the only only person in like three years who's hit two home runs off him.
0: Mm. (laughs) That's insane. Uh, I mean, do we even have to talk about Kershaw? It's so... You know, what's amazing is this guy... Who is like one of the most focused athletes out there Has maybe even come into this season with even more focus you know, Because it is kind of like a one-headed monster And he wants to show Hey, you know, we're still a good team here Even though we lost Greinke And he just looks laser sharp from the get-go you Yeah, know? he
1: does I mean, what, even though he gave up the two home runs That's all he gave up He only gave up four hits in the whole game Yeah, You know, and he Four hits, eight innings I mean, he still had a great outing
0: And his first oh. start, he had What did he give up? One, one, hit? one hit? Yeah, one hit, one And he hit, had like 10Ks, 9Ks? 9Ks 9Ks so, I mean, thank God you can at least... Well, you can rely on Kershaw. Just rely on him, you know? And then, how about our boy, who, before <laughs> Ross Stripling upstaged them, oh, Kenta yeah? Maeda. Oh, he, he looked great.
1: Hits a home run in his debut game. Sick.
0: <laughs> you know, there's something to be said about these Japanese players. They're doing something right over there because, you know, they're, like, artistic, you know? The way he moves on the mound, the way he even swings, it's like... Well, he's got. I There's mean, something there. Not a great fastball, but his other pitches are wicked. Yeah. His,
1: you know, his breaking ball, his curve, his, he, they're they're wicked. They they break. You know, you're you're talking three what three foot breaks there on some of those pitches. It's is he's unbelievable.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like one of those pitches that had like his 90 mile an hour fastball and 91 mile an hour fastball looks like 95. Yeah, because it moves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in that like um in the American League, uh. Koji Uehara is a lot oh, yeah. like that. He, I mean, he could barely break a pane of glass. I mean, he's throwing like 88. But team guys are like, mm, you yeah. know? So I don't know if it's something in the water over there or something the pitching coach is teaching, but, you know. Whatever. Maybe we can send uh, <laughs> Yimi Garcia and uh, Pedro Baez over there for a couple months. Hey, well, Baez has actually looked okay yeah. so far. But with, he with might the, be
1: in the circle of trust. <laughs> with all the money the Dodgers have, they should they should be bringing these coaches over. Right. Because I am not the biggest Huddy Cut fan. Personally, I don't know why he gets to skate every time pitchers have a problem. Why does yeah. no one ever go after him? Yeah. Why He's obviously – because let's face it, Kershaw and Granke last year – what is he really telling them? Nothing. They're gonna go do what they do normally, right? So I just sitting. If he's such, if he's such a good pitching coach, how can he not help out this bullpen? And then he doesn't get any blame. I don't understand how he gets no piece of this blame. Plate. He
0: must have compromising photos of like you know the, the ownership group or something. You know, it's, it's, uh,
1: it frustrates me to no end that he gets like no blame for this. Yeah, I mean
0: the entire coaching cha- staff changes over except him. Yeah, it's very crazy. You know, so yeah, you wonder. I mean, it, to me, it was it'd be like, uh, you know, let's. Uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank. Hello. Hello, Um What were we talking about? Sorry, <laughs> <Honey> cut <laughs> Oh yeah. So it's like it's like uh, g- give Ray Seirage a bunch of money. You know, we were just talking about him. He's a yeah. pitch whisper. It's like, hey, do you want to make W salary and come out and live in L.A. instead? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty good. You know? yeah, I, I, I just I just don't understand. I really just don't get it right
1: that's you know you have all this money and you're not using it you know you cut payroll, which is great. I'm glad you you know they the pay like we talked about it Not granky six 32 year old pitcher for six years right you know I, I couldn't if I was in charge, I couldn't make that deal. there's just there's just no way. There's too much dead money on the back end of that deal. And actually, hey, Granky hasn't looked too sharp in his first two outings for the Diamondbacks so yeah, far.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, interesting uh, coming up this week in that Diamondback series. Um, unfortunately, both teams aren't skipping their fifth starter, even though they could yeah. do it with the <laughs> off day tomorrow, because it would have lined up uh, Granky Greinke, Kirchhoff yeah. in, that, in that series finale. <laughs> and now now it's not going to happen. No. Hopefully, we see that at some point this year. Then it'd be good to see, but just for our storylines. <laughs> uh so, how about the Padres series? Let's go back oh, to that. Yeah. When, when things were all right in Dodgerland, uh, like outscoring them in the series 25 to nothing.
1: Yeah. You know, and then almost... T- what, did they have 11 hits total, I think, in that series?
0: Something like that? <sighs> Insane. <laughs> well, when the, the horse comes out and only allows one hit right off the top, yeah. you know, it's not bad. But, yeah, incredible. And they almost set a record to start the yeah. season of scoreless frames. They were like one inning shy well, of that. Well, would... Wood looked great
1: through the first four innings. You know, and then this is the only time I questioned Roberts was he struggled so bad in that fifth inning. You know, gave that's when he gave up the three runs. Right. Then right away he comes out and he gives up another hit. And that's when I thought he should have been pulled. Like, okay, he's he's lost it. Yeah. He just gave up three runs. You bring you leave him in there and just gave up a a hard hit. Um, I know he only threw like eighty pitches at that point, but I think it was time to to take him out of that game, right? You know, then they leave him in, gives up another hit, and then of course, bullpen comes in. I think Hatcher gave up a home run. Yeah. And the next on the next batter.
0: Yeah. Hatcher got <laughs> squeezed a little bit, but yeah. not as much as he thought. I mean, those were like some borderline pitches, you know? Yeah. Uh, he, it wasn't a bad pitch that it just got hit. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. it happens. Sometimes a yeah. hitter makes a play. <laughs> what what? You going to do. <laughs> there you go. That's why they're in the major leagues. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it started out like it was looking like Hatcher was going to be the most trusted besides Kenley, you know, and now, well, he came back a little bit, uh, last night. Yeah. Right. And pitched pretty well. So he he's, did. he's still probably in the circle of trust.
1: It, it worries me though, that JP Hal is our only left-handed pitcher. Yeah. Cause, uh, like last year I keep, I kept telling everyone that his numbers were so deceiving. Yes. His URA was really low, but he always came in with inherited runners, always gave up one or two hits. Right. Sc- the, so that runner scored and, yeah, it's not on him because it wasn't his guy, but he's also not doing what he's supposed to do, which is get out of the situation. Absolutely. You know, I think, yeah, his ERA was one and he had like his whip was higher than his ERA. And you wow. know, this is and a, a relief at one point. I think right. it balanced out later. Yeah. But uh at one point his like his whip was actually higher than his ERA. That's and I'm crazy. like, you this can't this can't maintain. Like the no as sooner or later it's gonna average out. because yeah. that's what happened with Brian Wilson. Right. The the year he looked, quote unquote looked good. He was putting guys on base all the time. They yeah. just didn't score. Then yeah. what happened the next year? They started scoring.
0: Yeah, it was- <laughs> ERA is definitely a deceiving stat. You can't look at that for relievers. You definitely have to look at the yeah, inherited look- runners and the scoring. Whip. Yeah,
1: you know, if a reliever comes in and his whip is is above one and a half, yeah. that's the guy you don't want to bring in in a high leverage situation because no. that means the odds are he's gonna. Give up a hit or a walk.
0: He goes in the uh, other circle. There's the circle of trust, and then there's the circle of mop-up duty, and that's where he goes.
1: I, I still remember uh, when Gagne went to the Red Sox, and he was really bad. That Bill Simmons, I remember that too. Bill Simmons had that funny thing about the only times he should be on the field, which was walking to the bullpen, walking from the bullpen, uh, bench-clearing brawl, and uh, and celebrating after the game. That was the only times he should have been allowed on the field.
0: Oh, <laughs> man. I just like, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's sad, it's sad. But I, I mean, you have to take solace in the fact it was a road trip, and they came out of it four and three. Yeah. So they're coming back for a, for a nice homestand now. They got three with Arizona, right? And then, and then, then got Giants again. Giants again on the weekend, yeah that's crazy seven out of the 19 out of the way in the first two weeks and, and I
1: don't I don't particularly like that scheduling not just as a season ticket holder mm-hmm. because you know you know you get those doldrums in the summer it's nice when during the you know when you're July and you're August when it's kind of sluggish the dog days yeah you want to see the Giants come into town you want to see Arizona come into town in that time not so much to me personally just as yeah. a as a you know my sister and I I's life lifetime season ticket holders almost you know it's just like. You know, when you get to the doldrums, I like to see the good teams come in. Although this year we get the Red Sox in town and, you know, you get, it'll be a little different. But normally, like, you like to see, me personally, I like when it gets to the dog days to have the good teams come in.
0: But they also say too, like the dog days or the dog days, and the the players are going through that. Maybe it's a lesser brand of baseball than maybe uh, you know September baseball. That's when I want to see it. I I mean, that's when the the, where it can come down to a division win and head to head games. But
1: with with the Dodgers bullpen, you kind of want
0: you kind of want to play those teams in the dog days. It's an excellent point, my friend. That is an excellent point. Excellent point. Oh man. So getting back to the stripling uh, situation, you know if that is that game's in like september and you know it's like 5 nothing or 7 nothing like we're saying and the dodgers are out of it he probably lets him go for oh it, yeah for sure you know
1: i i mean how can you not you yeah. know i, I know uh, what's his name the heston from the giants threw 150 pitch oh wow no that's how much last year. On i that? think it was right Molly, do you? Remember? it was like 150 pitch yeah. wow no hitter last year i think when Lindsay came through his a few years ago same thing So, yeah, to me, because he had already hit the 100 by that eighth inning. Right. Yeah, if it's, even if it's a, I think if it's a meaningful game late in the year, it's a bigger lead, I think you can try to leave him in. Yeah. The trouble is, I think Roberts was kind of damned if he did, damned if he didn't, too. Because they had a pitch limit on him. They were going to pull him no matter what. Right. Which I agreed with. The kid's coming back from Tommy John surgery, never pitched in the majors before. And
0: like I said earlier, six weeks ago, he didn't even know
1: he was going to be on the team.
0: Right. Right. Well, plus the fact, I mean, Dave, then Dave Roberts is like, okay, who's this fifth star? And then he goes out and throws yes, no-hittings. Yeah. He's like, oh, I better protect him. Yes. We need this guy. Oh, yes. With, with our depth that we entered spring training that is now depleted <laughs> yeah. and not a deep position for us. No, not
1: at all. Although, um, uh, positives, were you pitched two simulated games today. Uh, not full simulated, but 20, I think, 20 pitch, 220 pitch sessions. Uh, they said he looked good, no problem so far. So hopefully june i think june is still his timetable though to june. come
0: back yeah well yeah. alex wood should blow it up by june <laughs> you know
1: you know wood looked good before he came to the dodgers he did not look bad when he was on the braves
0: yeah exactly <laughs> he had some promising with the braves yeah. when they, they got him that trade i was like oh okay okay this I, guy could be something me you too know? i'm like hey alex wood 24 years old had a three something
1: 310 era 320 era i was like hey that's not bad this is the lefty Yeah. This this on paper this looked amazing. And we I did go to the game, actually I think Molly was there too, my sister was there too, where he threw that eighty-nine pitch gem into the and that we got mad that Manningly pulled him out of that game. He'd only thrown eighty-nine pitches one hit, he was just on, yeah. and Mattingly brought in Jansen in the ninth yeah. for
0: really no reason. <laughs> Other than that's what his mind tells him, It's yeah, the I, ninth I, inning? I got to go get Kenley. Hand this down. Yes, must bring in closer. Must do it. <laughs> uh, uh. That's one thing that I really like like seeing this week. The, that dugout is just buzzing. You yep. know, it seems like guys are really having fun and pulling for each other. The Manningley dugout, it was a little more, more, you know, businesslike and a little less fun, I thought. Well, you I think, know? And I think,
1: like, I actually don't think Manningley's a bad manager. I question a lot of his moves, but overall, I actually didn't think he was a bad manager. Right. Um, although a lot of people watching this right now are probably laughing that I said that, but uh, especially my wife, she's she's heard me swear about Manigly many times. But uh, <laughs> but I think he does know the game. The thing is, he comes from that Joe Torre school. And the Joe Torre Yankee school was like that. Remember, you had to shave the beard. You couldn't have like any fun. Yeah, you know, kind of more business approach. Well, well I think
0: he missed the Torre days. You know, he was kind of like uh, you know '80s and stuff. Well, know? no, he uh, he
1: was a coach for him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. And, especially, and when he came to the Dodgers, he was a coach for him. And I think that's since that's kind of where he learned. I feel like that's just the approach he took. And Robert seems to be a little more. I think the. I mean, I think the players like him for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, he he. It's his something about his personality. I think meshes better with the team because there's a lot of big personalities on the team. Yeah. So you know, it kind of I think it meshes a little better. Right. Uh, for whatever, right now we'll see what happens. You know, yeah. if things are short lived. We'll see what happens. I think it helps him
0: that he's just not an old white dude.
1: Yeah. First First, uh <coughs> first manager. Excuse me. Huh. Yeah, first minority manager in Dodgers history.
0: Crazy. <laughs> the Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> Did not know that. Um, and he must have some Japanese pipeline because his mom is Japanese, so yes. maybe he's got like uh, you know, a little scouting uh, <laughs> team over there. That's why, why we're getting these guys. So, what, what's 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 Kent's uh contract looking like?
1: You know, gosh, I, I you know, I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, I, he signed for it was like a
0: team it was friendly a, yeah, deal, yeah. It was a
1: pretty team friendly deal, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I know Casimir was three years about 39 million. Yep. Uh, 37 39 million I know for Casmir, which is honestly not a bad deal I know he didn't pitch well today right but to me if if you get it where he pitches one good start then maybe has a so-so start I actually wouldn't mind you know he gets 12 he goes 12 and 12 12 and 10 that's not bad yeah you know I mean yeah it's not granky level but at the same time it's it's what you kind of needed yeah uh, out of him you know I don't know how much more you're gonna get out of him I mean, he tailed off. I mean, he looked good in that first start, but everyone looked good in that first start. He'd
0: look great in a Royals uniform because he'd only have to pitch six innings. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. Unfortunately, (laughs) with this blue uh, uniform, he's going to have to pitch eight, (laughs) which is a problem. Yeah, which which is a big problem for... uh... The uh, uh, Dodgers made a minor move today.
1: They they picked up a couple guys. They did. They acquired uh, infielder Walters, utility guy. He hasn't really played in the majors. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think you know, for both from the Indians for cash, uh, yeah, for uh, well, actually, it said, I think it said assets acquired later or future cash. future considerations, I think was the <laughs> exact term. And they picked up an outfielder, uh, Ramsey, who has not played in the majors at all, right. So um, those
0: are those are just to bolster Albuquerque, I guess.
1: Uh, I'm assuming. So well, you know, the Dodgers don't have great in their they don't have great outfielders right now in their minor leagues. Hmm. So I think this was more of. It, they, they just need, I think they need, I mean, right now with Crawford going on the DL, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm not a Crawford fan, so I'm right. yeah. not bothered by it, but with Van Slight getting dinged up now, all of a sudden, now you only have Trace Thompson pretty much and Hernandez, right and you worry about Hernandez's defense a little bit. So. I wonder,
0: I want, you know, I think you've got to go defense first up the middle, <laughs> so that's why it's, like, kind of tough because he plays, he could play second, <laughs> short, center field. And it's like you want those to be defensive positions. Yeah. So it's like, hmm. I did want to uh, get, pick your brain on this. Because uh, uh, kudos to you, because when we were searching for a leadoff hitter of last week, you were the one that said Chase Utley. I'm like, this, you're insane. The guy's got gray on his temples. He can't be a leadoff hitter. Of you have to be fast. But he is just his plate discipline and working the counts. He's, he's terrific. So now the, begs the question Howie Kendrick coming back in like the next week. Yeah, he's supposed to be back Tuesday, actually. Tuesday. So, I mean, you got to stick with Utley, don't you?
1: I mean, I would for now until Kendrick gets his swing back. Right. I mean, he hasn't, I don't think he's, he hasn't really hit anything, I don't think, in a while. So, but well, right now, Utley's, Utley's on fire. I mean, how can you, how can you take him out? Like, yeah, I, I said, I said last week, it's whoever plays second is going to be the leadoff here. I think that's just the way it's going to oh, yeah. be. Oh, yeah. Utley, Kendrick, maybe Hernandez, if he, if he plays second that day, probably lead off. Yeah. But, uh, What I like about Utley, you remember when years ago when the Yankees moved Wade Boggs into the leadoff spot? Yep. And that was a move because he drags out pitch counts and he had a high on base percentage. I think that's similar to why Utley starts, or is leading off. Yep. Of all those guys, you don't really want Puig leading off because he'd probably struggle, I think, in the leadoff spot. You definitely don't want Gonzalez leading off. Yeah. Yeah. Seeger, I think, is perfect in that number two spot. I think he's the perfect number two hitter.
0: And by the way, Dodger fans, you should wake up every day and just give a little bit of thanks to the universe or directly <laughs> to the Dodgers organization that they did not trade Corey Seeger for uh Hamels last year. Oh yeah, he is sick. <laughs> I mean, he uh, he's twenty one and he <laughs> looks like he's like a ten year veteran yeah. out there. And his fielding, a you know, six four shortstop. Oh, he can't field. You see that bare hand play he made yeah. today. It was reminiscent of Cal Ripken. Cal Ripken was a big shortstop. He was, in indeed. His, in his, what was he, 6'3? In his I day? think he was like 6'1. And, 6'2". That was, and now this kid's like 6'4". Yeah,
1: and Cal Ripken was considered too big to play shortstop I all know. those years. I <laughs>
0: know. It was pretty crazy. It's going to be interesting what, what comes up uh, going forward. Now, we got a homestand coming up here. We got Arizona for three, right? Yeah,
1: Arizona for three, and then the Giants. Then the Giants uh, come back yeah. in.
0: So you got to just keep moving forward and think about winning series. So if we could take two out of three from Arizona. Get the Giants back two out of three. Yep. We got to be happy with a four and two week. I oh, I, I completely agree with that. Absolutely. It's it's a uh,
1: that's what I mean. That's what you just want to win. You, if you can win that, you'll win 80, uh, 90 games. Doing right.
0: that, so. <laughs> absolutely, and that, that, that's good enough to get in, especially yeah. with two wild cards nowadays. <laughs> hey, Josh, tell everybody your Twitter for the people that uh, can't read it. The people that are just listening. My Twitter is uh, at Gersh G E R S H uh,
1: one three. Uh, there is another Josh Gershot on Twitter mm-hmm. who is, I believe, some kind of, like, he uh, is a sports writer that does, like, basketball recruiting. Like for colleges, it's stuck rights for rivals or something.
0: (laughs) Wow, that's crazy.
1: It was just uh, someone asked me about that. Like, do you know him? I'm like, no, same name, and he happens to be, and he happens to
0: do sports. Sports. Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) I'm still not on Twitter, but uh, we'll see if I get there one day. But you should feel free to hit up Josh. Let us know how we're doing on the show. If you have some questions, maybe we can address next week. Definitely let us know about that. Uh, but uh, other than that. Oh, if you're at the game uh, Tuesday for opening day, we will be in,
1: uh, my sister and I will be in section uh, 122 in the Loge. Go <laughs> say hello to the Gershon. say hello.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, for Joshua Gershon, I am Mike Conley. This has been Dodges Rap 360. Go Dodges.